0: How to Recognize the Method of Vedanta by Shri Shri Satchidanandendra Saraswati Swamiji In this lecture series, today is the 14th session Om Shri Guru Janamaha Harihi Om Shri Ganesha Janamaha Dr. Krishnamurti Shastri Dambay Punachabantwala Thalupakshakandrajillai Karnataka Bharata Shankara's Followers Sureshwara Interpreters of Shankara have to be divided into two main groups, the first of which has Sureshwara as its main representative. It is perhaps an irony of fate that the study of Sureshwara's extant works, invaluable guides as they are for a clear grasp of the fundamentals of Vedanta, has become almost obsolete except for the lip homage evinced by modern Vedantins in the shape of a sprinkling of a few well-known quotations from the Vartikas, mostly in service of their respective views foisted on that great Acharya. I have therefore devoted a considerable portion of the present work to a discussion of his important views. Sureshwarasvarthika is aptly called by that name for it answers to the lexicographical description of the title in all respects. Chinta Since the author especially in his Vrhadarannika Vartika not only clarifies and amplifies all that has been said in the Bhashya but very frequently states his personal views regarding the subject matter as well as the manner of interpretation, the critical student will therefore be greatly profited by a careful and diligent study of his thought-stimulating work. The essential teachings of Sureshwara concerning Vedanta are identical with those of Shankara i shall therefore state very briefly what has been given at greater length in the body of the present work atman is of the nature of pure intuition itself and therefore anabho matra needs no means of right knowledge to establish his nature he is in fact the priest and the source from which the knower and the means of knowing as well as the objects of knowledge derive their breath strictly speaking Shruti is the one Pramana and Atman the only Pramaya. There is really one avidya or ajnana ignorance which obscures the true nature of Atman, the only unknown. The knowledge ordinarily regarded as resulting from the application of Pratyaksha and other Pramanas is itself the object to be known according to Vedanta. The manifold world is only an appearance, as Gaudapada has rightly remarked, of the unknown atman in the same way as the snake line of water etc are all mere illusory appearances imagined in the rope hence the veda is pramana not because it is the veda but because of the absence of all factors which might be suspected in vitiate the validity of the knowledge arising from it in the texts like that thou art the collocation or opposition of the two words, that and thou, the mutual relation of the qualifier and the qualified between the entities denoted by these words, and the consequent con- cancellation of the seemingly contradictory implications such as the individual self being miserable and Brahman being something to be known immediately. These are the successive stages of the psychological process culminating in the revelation of the absolute identity of the two entities indicated by the two words the intuition being transcendental and brahman being of the nature of pure consciousness which is our very self there is no need of any extraneous means of right knowledge i have examined the several sub varieties or modes of the vedantic method as applied to casual um, causality the five koshas the knower and the known and the three states of consciousness etc at great length to show how Sureshwara closely follows in the footsteps of Shankara in almost all details in this respect. As regards one or two points in particular, Sureshwara appears at first sight to be quite independent. In the first place, his division of avidya into absence of knowledge and wrong knowledge is liable to be mistaken for a similar division adopted by Mandana, while his emphasis on the former only as avidya proper. is likely to mislead one to think that he breaks off his fidelity to his master in this respect but this divergence is more apparent than real for sureshwara unlike mandana takes care to lay special stress on the distinction between empirical ignorance and this beginningless ignorance of brahman by insisting that it is anabhava vedya or intuited and avichara siddha appearing only in the state of non-discrimination and that it never exists from the highest standpoint. He quotes the Gaudapada's Karika, Anishchita Yatha just like a rope, unascertained as such, etc., again and again. This Karika, the reader will remember a verse that all empirical world is a superimposition on Atman like the snake, etc., which are superimposed upon a robe, not ascertained to be such. He never troubles himself like Mandana with the unphilosophical question, to whom does Avidya pertain? Is it Brahman or Jiva that is ignorant? No doubt he once admits that ignorance can belong only to a conscious being, but that is only to repudiate the suggestion that even insentient things can be unconscious and unknown as is vulgarly imagined. As for Mandana's contention that ignorance cannot be possibly supposed to reside in Brahman, who is all knowledge, Sureshwara rebutes it by remarking that this objection can be raised neither by one who is ignorant of the nature of Brahman, since he does not know that he is ignorant, nor by the enlightened one, since from his viewpoint, viewpoint, ignorance never exists. In fact, one can never know ignorance ignorance as belonging to anyone, neither determine its nature nor conceive how it can possibly be at all, for it is essentially of the nature of pure intuition itself. Sammanda I have discussed this question more fully in the body of the work and Shown how the distinction of Karana Vidya and karya vidya itself presupposes the basic adhyasa, and how Sureshwara also admits this indirectly. We have therefore to conclude that in setting his face against mithya jnana, wrong knowledge, as avidya, Sureshwara was only thinking of misconception upheld by the Mimamsa and other schools and not of the adhyasa advocated by Shankara. It is sometimes urged that Sureshwara actually argues against the two kinds of knee nice recognized by mandana while it is true as i have already explained that the vartikakara lays emphasis on ignorance as non-apprehension as contrasted with misapprehension i think that he is not particularly against giving false knowledge also its own place as avidya he only means to say that but for the ignorance of the negative type there could be no false knowledge at all since it is by reason of our not knowing a thing as it is that we mistake it for something else here both doubt and false knowledge are declared to be the effect of ignorance properly so called it is however necessary to repeat that speaking from a higher point of view Sureshwara holds that Atman is the only unknown entity and it, and it is therefore wrong to speak of the not-self as either known or unknown since it is nothing but the display of avidya and therefore nothing but avidya. In this sense, therefore, there is only one avidya. It is from this standpoint too that he uh, vehemently argues against the unwarranted distinction made by the Prasankhyaanabadians between the adverti- adventitious ignorance of empirical objects which can be obliterated for by true knowledge and the inherent ignorance enveloping atman, which they fear to be like, likely to crop up again even after its destruction by knowledge. The other point of seeming difference between Shankara and Sureshvara is with regard to nididhyasana. While Shankara takes it as a means to practice for the attainment of realization, Sureshvara thinks that it is the resulting intuition itself since it is paraphrased in the shruti by the word vijnana notwithstanding this conflict of opinions in exegesis there is no divergence between the two teachers about the final teaching even uh, since even sureshwara admits that meditation is also a means of realization the reader is referred to the body of the work for further details bearing on this reconciliation on the whole sureshwara remains a staunch advocate of shankara's tradition supplementing his teachings with arguments based on the shruti Invariably appealing to universal intuition and defending his position against all un encroachments. Next, we shall see Padma Pada in the next session. Hare Rama, Sri Sri Sachidandi Nirsudhi Jarnara Vindaraptamastu, Onda Chatra Brahmaar Sarve Kino Bhavantu.